0: So a lot of people have been told, clear out your desk. You are never coming back to the office. You're going to work from home forever. And like my neighbors, they love the fact that they were told don't come back because they are present with their kids and and can be at home and they they just adore it. But for people who are heading back to the office, you can imagine um, they are having major sticker shock. Mm-hmm. They forgot how much it costs to fill their tank, how much it costs to maintain their car, the lunches, the clothing. Like mm-hmm. they're just like right? whoa, this is just eating up so much just of my keeping paycheck.
1: Snacks in your desk. Yeah, <laughs> this seriously. is expensive. Yeah. No kidding.
0: You and your family during the pandemic, you probably made some changes in your lives, right? You probably ate at home. You didn't eat out as much, maybe to take out or curbside pickup. Well, there is something that took a hit during the pandemic. That I never thought about before, but it, it it's, a, it's a big deal. See if this happened in your life. We're going to talk about it in a minute. You may have changed a ton of your habits during the two years of the pandemic. Like you suddenly g- ordered your groceries online and you're going to pick them up. Or maybe you did only t- curbside pickup for your favorite restaurant to try just, to keep them in business. I just
1: saw a picture uh, in my Facebook memories of something I used to do. When the pandemic first started, I would Lysol the entire station, yes. everything, including the ladies' room. I'd do the men's That's room and the ladies' we, room. That's when we
0: thought it was touch. We right. thought it was distributed. We didn't know it was droplets right. the and whole I would time. Go, I went through and I wiped everything. <laughs> I did
1: that for like a month and a half.
0: Yeah, I remember when I, I, my sister and I got on an airplane right, as the, like right before we even knew there was this thing, a word called a pandemic practically. And we were like, don't touch anything. But we didn't have any masks on. Well, there, speaking of masks, there's something that took a huge hit during the pandemic. And it never dawned on me before till right now. And it is the chewing gum business. Hmm. Because I guess we all said, well, eh, my family doesn't care if I have bad breath. Zoom doesn't care if I have bad breath. <laughs> my dog and
2: if doesn't I go care. to the grocery store,
0: <laughs> I got a mask on and I'm the only one who notices my bad breath. And so there's this huge snack company called Mondelez, and they're spitting out their gum business. They're getting rid of uh, Trident and Dentine gum and even their Hall's cough drops. They're like, nah, that's not where the money is. We're Mm going to keep making great snacks, and somebody else can make the gum if they want to buy that from (laughs) us. But they're unloading it.
1: No kidding. Isn't that
0: wild? I love having chewing gum in my purse, especially after I was at the dentist one time, and there was a little video playing above my head while I'm Mm -hmm. getting my teeth cleaned. And it said, if you can't brush your teeth, that chewing gum is a great alternative to get mm. those food particles Even out. Even like bubble gum. Mm, they <laughs> recommend Sugarless. <laughs> Sorry. Darn.
1: <laughs> I'm brushing my teeth, mom.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's graduation season. And man, it is hitting my sister hard. I'll wait till you tell what's, tell you what's on her plate just to get ready for graduation season. And I'm actually hoping... You can give her some advice coming up in just a minute. So no doubt if graduation season is here, probably your news feed on social media is filled with mortar boards and graduation robes and proud parents already. Um, and it has really hit my sister. Uh, her oldest daughter is graduating from high school. And not only does she have to deal with just trying to keep that daughter motivated to the end of the school year, she's throwing her an open house, like a dessert open house, like a two-hour thing. But get this. She has been invited, she and her daughter and the family, to 13 open houses (laughs) for all of her daughter's friends. So what my sister's dilemma is, what is a good graduation gift nowadays? What is resonating with kids because she's got 13 to buy
2: for <laughs>
0: and that gets expensive fast um she's got a few ideas but she said maybe your listeners would have more ideas and that would help other parents like me who have you know loved ones or friends or family graduating what do you give for a graduation gift so if you have a good idea we'd love to hear from you
1: how about a nice class of 2022 mug <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Buy 13 of those. (laughs) Off you go. (laughs) So we're talking about graduations. My wife is going to a graduation tonight. It's our son's. Girlfriend's graduation. She has oh, her master's cool. in English, and she's graduating, and she only had one extra ticket. Do I feel left out? Maybe a little bit, but uh, but off they go, and we we decided cash. That's the gift. Yeah, that's the gift actual. To go with actual
0: that. Wow, I didn't even know people use cash nowadays. But that's, that's a good advice. That's
1: what you tuck into the tuck into the, yeah. the graduation card. Pam, we're talking about graduation gifts. You got any ideas?
0: Oh, I had a really good idea when my daughter graduated from high school. She had. So many friends that we were buying graduation gifts for. So you can frame a ten dollar bill or twenty dollar bill, and we could, in case of emergency, break glass. Ah,
2: that's so cute! I love that idea. <laughs> it was a big hit.
0: They might so be so breaking the glass I- between the, you know, the first week of school. But
2: hey, right. yeah.
0: <laughs> there's a lot on your plate, mom and dad, when it comes to teaching your kids. So here are three simple rules. To teach kindness. In case you don't know, by the way, kindness is where being nice meets empathy. So, uh, number one, celebrate kindness as it happens. Catching your child being kind and praising it creates the desire to be kind again. Number two, practice kindness together. When they're little, brainstorm like kind alternatives when they see. Fictional characters speak unkindly to other people in books or TVs or or movies. Uh, Older kids can volunteer to learn kindness. And the third and final rule for teaching kindness, build emotional intelligence. Uh, Now, what does that mean, an emotionally intelligent person? Well, they can accurately perceive and evaluate what others are feeling and appropriately control their own emotions as a situation dictates. So those are the three simple rules to teach kindness.
1: All right. I found them. These are possibly the three best dad jokes ever in the history of dad jokes on the Kevin and Taylor show. They're coming up next. All right, Taylor. How many mystery writers does it take to screw in a light bulb?
0: I don't know, Kev. How many mystery writers does it take to screw in a light bulb? Two.
1: One, to screw it in most of the way. And another one to give it a surprise twist at the end.
0: (laughs) I kind of like that one. See, I thought you would. I thought you would.
1: All right. A recent survey, 85% of people do not know how to do basic math. I'm so glad I'm part of the other 25%. (laughs) Guy goes into a lawyer's office and he says to the lawyer, excuse me, how much do you charge, sir? And the lawyer responds, I charge $1,000 for three questions. And the guy says, that's a bit expensive, don't you think? He says, yes. You're down to one question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta tell my neighbor who's an attorney that joke. You get really excited when your kids are interested in something you're interested in. Like maybe they, you teach them who your favorite artist is and they're like, Dad, Mom, I love this artist too. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Okay, so be honest, as a parent, you get kind of excited, kind of giddy when one of your kids takes interest in something you're interested in. Like maybe all of a sudden, finally, your son says, Dad, will you take me fishing with you Saturday? Or maybe this is the dream my mom had that I would finally say, Mom, I really do want to learn how to sew without Mm. you forcing me. (laughs) Sadly, that never happened for my mother. But this is a really cool story of something like that happening. Do you remember way back in the day when Stephen Curtis Chapman wrote this song for his daughter, Emily?
1: Yeah. Great so
0: well, fast forward to today and Emily is a mom now and she her little daughter is learning that song on the piano for a recital she has Aww. coming up.
2: She shared on her Insta story,
0: she walks in the room, and she's How like, that, that feeling when your daughter is learning a song that your dad wrote for you for her piano <laughs> recital. Isn't that awesome? I that is. I love that what story. What a great
1: story. How about your kids? Do your kids do stuff that's like chip off the old block? Your interest spurred their interest? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, Ginger, we're talking about stuff that we were interested in that our kids become interested in. What was it for you? Uh, My daughter playing softball uh, when she was three, uh, she said, could I play, you know, play ball? And of course, it was wonderful because I grew up playing ball, and then she went to college playing softball so Oh, wow, it so did I, so it was it's just amazing. I have a son playing baseball in college right now, so wow, it, yeah, it's wonderful. both of them <laughs> chips That's, off the old mama block and I experienced it just yesterday. My son said, "Hey, let's go for a bike ride so uh so we did it was great right. just and I mean he's into cycling because he grew up watching me ride my bike so it is you do feel great when your kids do take on that the stuff that you've been passionate about and they they catch that passion too it's really cool
0: so on the kevin and taylor show we have good clean fun every day we do life together and uh, kevin and i really try to just do life with you like side by side and tell you the highs and the lows and everything that's going on with us and um there's something that i haven't felt strong enough to talk about until today um, but on um, Monday, the 9th of May,
2: we had to say goodbye to our Alex the Wonder Mutt. Mm. And oh, it's just ripped our hearts out, of course. you know? um, it's, it's been so comforting talking to some friends and uh, people like you, Kev, who are dog
0: lovers, because dog lovers get it. Um, those animals are just such a part of
2: the fabric of your family mm. and the house feels so empty um every time we've lost a dog we always had nut. we've always had two at a time mm. until now and we always could just like take all that love and and pain and
0: snuggle and and dote on the other dog well now we don't have a dog in the house cuz my husband wants to take a little bit of a break mm. cuz he pours his heart and his soul into um into our animals and um it just was we knew she was old she's almost 16 but she got died she died two weeks to the day that she was diagnosed with spleen cancer so we Mm. felt like it was just like oh so so fast and um one of the things that just like got me was um i've never been able to go to the vet with our animals i have to say goodbye at home and my husband um told me that, um, you know, they get the dog sleepy. And
2: mm-hmm. he
0: said he, he his plan was to tell her, and he did. Um, you may recall he lost tragically lost his sister quite a few years ago. And the last thing he said to her was, go find Dana.
2: Because mm. um, then he knew that our other dogs would be with her. <laughs> and I just thought that was so sweet. And it just shows me how much he still misses his sister, too, that he kind of holds that tight to his chest, but um, how much she's part of his everyday thought life. The other thing that makes me sad is everyone just loves seeing her smile on social media, you know, Mm. just like with your Marco, your daily Marco, Kev, with your dog, and so that's going to be a loss for everyone who listens to the Kevin and Taylor show, so I'm kind Mm. of sad for our listeners as well. Mm. So thanks for loving our, our little Alex the Wonder Mutt so well we're gonna miss her
0: have you ever had the honor of being in someone's wedding party coming up did sticker shock come along with it have you ever had the honor of being in a wedding party you know like a, a bridesmaid or a ring bearer you know maybe your kids were the ring bearer um did sticker shock come with the honor of being a bridesmaid or groomsman oh yeah on average bridal party members spend around you ready for this Talking to tire pre-wedding events, the wedding itself, not to mention the then need to travel if they're you're going to another city, eight hundred and twenty-five dollars. In a new survey, sixty-two percent of people say bridal party costs are out of control. Uh, more than sixty percent of bridal party members say they've helped, felt pressure to spend more than they could afford, and forty percent say they regretted how much they spent on other people's weddings. Even if the pressure to spend was self-imposed, hmm. but it's it's just it is really neat if you can give someone the honor of being here in the wedding, but then make it super super affordable. Like my niece when she got married, she found these gorgeous gowns at H and M for thirteen dollars. There you go. So it was so affordable for all her bridesmaids. They only had one
1: it. size, but no,
2: everyone <laughs> had
0: their own size. They were so pretty too. <laughs> yeah. 13 bucks,
1: wow. yeah. So you were talking about how expensive it is to be in a wedding party as a dad of four kids, none of them married yet. I worry about the weddings. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to get a I'm gonna get a part-time job. You're gonna see me at Walmart on the weekends just to be able to pay the wedding
2: fund, yeah. For, for all the Ooh. weddings.
1: So what are some money saving ideas that you've used in your weddings, or maybe you were in a wedding party and uh, did you have to say to the bride or the groom, like, hey, I just can't afford that. We'd love to hear your stories. Give us a call. So we're talking about weddings and how expensive they can be. And uh, our kids are get, are getting invited to a lot of weddings. Our friends are getting married and stuff. Mm-hmm. My son, Kyle, one of his friends is getting married. And he's not in the wedding, but going. So he's already stressed about, what should I get him? And how much should I spend yep. and everything else? Because he's, he's going for his master's degree. He doesn't have any money. Mm, that's <laughs> right? tough, yeah. Um, and then our one of our daughters... Her boyfriend is going to be in a wedding and he's he's going to school to be an EMT. He's working really hard. He has no money. He has, he's like, I don't have a suit. So I offered. I said, hey, why, why don't you let me? I love I love going shot. I will take you out. I'll get you a suit. Let me treat you to a suit. And he was like, wow. are you serious? I said, yeah, come on. It'll be fun. That's maybe, so maybe, cool. maybe we'll get matching suits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, that's okay.
1: All <laughs> <laughs> right, I want an old man suit. So, but yeah, it can be crazy expensive, especially it's ironic that the time in your life when you're asked to be in bridal parties or be a groomsman or whatever mm-hmm. is the time where you're paying back your student loans, you're trying to get save money to buy a house, or you got a car pay, all these expenses that you've never had before. Are now on your shoulders. Oh, and all my friends are getting married. And they we're right. going to plunk down a grand just to be in the wedding. Uh, it's nuts. So, so We'd love to hear from you. Do you have any money-saving ideas that you've done as part of a wedding party? or Or maybe it was your wedding and you thought, I don't want my friends to have to deal with that burden. And you did things to try to make it easier for them. What did you do to trim that budget a little bit?
0: Yeah, so how about you? Do you have any money-saving tips for weddings? Like if you're going to a wedding or you're in a wedding party, it can get so expensive.
1: It is, and my wedding, I made everything. I made
2: the cake, I made the food, made the dresses, made the decorations. Wow. It is much cheaper if you do do it yourself and not try to keep up with the and Joneses
0: stay off Pinterest. (laughs) That sounds like uh, what
1: what you did, Taylor. Yeah,
0: but it wasn't me. I mean, I helped my mom with all the food. We did like a simple little brunch reception um, at the church in the fellowship hall. But my mom made all five bridesmaids' dresses and even made a dress. For the uh, flower girl and a dress for my niece who was six months old at the time. Mm. And I not
1: only did my own wedding, I did all my sisters and brothers. Aww. Wow. wow. You should go into business. <laughs> you could be the, the budget wedding planner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. So let me set the scene. I'm sound asleep in bed. I'm, I'm dreaming pleasant dreams, probably a little sleepy smile on my face when I sit up straight because I hear the garbage men coming down the street. And I didn't take the garbage out last
0: night. Uh-oh.
1: So I run outside. I'm barefoot, pair of like, short sweatpants, no shirt. And I grab the trash can. They had already passed my house. I was like, I'm trying to like let them know I'm there. But over the roar of the garbage truck, I'm like, hey, guys. Because if I talk really loud, I'll wake up the kids whose bedrooms are in the front. And the dogs will hear me. And they'll start barking. And it's oh, dark 30. So I'm like, guys, guys. And they don't hear me. They're still going. So I am run down the street. <laughs> Barefoot, shirtless, sweatpants shorts. I'm like, guys, guys, could you get mine on your way back? No problem, sir. Pain.
0: They've probably seen that so many oh, times. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah.
1: Panic people in their, in their PJs running down And how much of your panic the
0: was motivated by how your wife would respond if she found out you forgot?
1: That, that wasn't the panic. My panic was, I don't want two weeks worth of trash. <laughs> Collecting, especially for some reason, our recycling bins overflow every week. I was like, I, I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> that that was my panic, and then the ensuing fallout from. Why, well, just remember, you have one job. It's like <laughs> the only job you have in this house is to get the trash cans to the curb. I'm just
0: jealous that your recycling comes every week. Yes. I switched to every other, and it's a pain. Yeah,
1: it's so annoying. It's it's a little more expensive, but with. <laughs> It's full of Amazon boxes. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's where where it's all coming from is Amazon boxes. They got to go somewhere, right? So I figure if I could get through that first thing in the morning, I can get through anything life throws at me today.
0: Cav, coming up in a minute, we're going to check in with our producer Griffin. And guess what? He said he has a confession to make that he hasn't even told his wife about yet. (laughs) So we're checking in with our producer Griffin today. And Griff... I can't believe you said you're going to confess something on our show right now that you yeah. haven't even told your wife yet. Yeah.
2: I
1: figured it's just better to do it on the radio, in public, just rip the Band-Aid off. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: You know. Um, you know, my wife and I, we have a couple TV shows that we always watch together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Survivor and This Is Us. Okay. You know, This Is Us is coming down to the end. There's only, like, the whole series is ending in oh, a couple wow. weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, the other night, my wife was busy. She had a commitment, and I was home. This Is Us was coming on. <gasps> And I just went ahead and watched it. I did it without her. I watched it. And I'm telling her right now. DVR
0: cheated. I did.
1: (laughs) Because it gets hard. We weren't going to be able to watch it for another few days. Yeah. So it gets hard to avoid spoilers now because it's towards the end. and stuff, yeah. Yeah. I can't stay off social media for days. Do you think
0: she's going to be mad at you?
1: I don't know. Uh,
0: I mean, she has time during the day while
1: she's working. She can throw it on.
2: While she's working. Yeah, (laughs) just throw it on
1: in the background and watch. But I had to. It, 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 I just had to do it. Oh you guys, stu- you stuck goodness. in there with that show for how many seasons has it been on? I think six. six. Wow. Six. Yeah, we stuck with it. Wow. The whole, all, the whole roller coaster ride. I just couldn't take it anymore. It, <laughs> it is a lot. It's a the lot emotions of emotions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My wife's you, in tears every week.
0: Are you going to be sad when it's over? Like, miss I, the characters? Yeah, I think we'll miss it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. We, we bailed on it was uh, the COVID season because yeah. we wanted to escape the COVID reality and they were like full on with right. COVID we we're like, yeah. okay, oh, we're really? yeah Yeah, we, And we never, we never went back. We Very
0: had cool. pieced out like a long time before that. It was, it got hard for my husband, I think cause he lost a loved one right? and it just kept bringing all that up. So he was just like, you're going to have to go on without me. So then I never have a chance to watch TV without him. So right. I never did.
1: That's all Glenn will watch now is Seinfeld reruns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he had this on the other day.
1: Emotionally. It's just a lot easier.
0: Do you have a favorite hero story coming up? This may become one of your new favorites. This is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Do you have a favorite hero story? This is going to be one of your new ones, I think. A police officer from Rhode Island who had only been on the force for two years thought he was responding to an overdose emergency. He ended up safely delivering a baby that was 25 weeks early. The baby girl was just the size of his hand. Officer Connell Doyle is only 27 years old, and this was his very first delivery. And what's really beautiful about the story is uh, mom did not know she was pregnant when she relapsed. And she has completely rehabilitated and is now drug-free. She's been so for a year and hopes to be reunited with her baby girl soon.
1: Wow. That is a so story. So you got a
0: hero and then you got a rehab story all built in together. It's pretty special. Yeah. Do your kids spend much time outside? Two guys from Augusta, Georgia have become wildly popular on TikTok for something that used to be super popular, spending most of your free time outside. Tim Holland and Rose Smith love doing what's called herping. You're like, what in the world is that, Taylor? Well, it's short for herpetology the study of reptiles and amphibians hmm. and they explore and make videos about the animals that they find their families are super supportive in fact they hope to become biologists or zoologists someday but their friends they just think they're crazy for spending <laughs> so much time outside and that the fact that they like reptiles but i'm wondering maybe if these guys will have their own tv show in the future maybe. that'd be cool i mean
1: what, what were the brothers on pbs Kratz Creatures, the Krat Brothers. Yeah. Oh, I've maybe, never heard maybe of that them. That's cool. Krat brothers yeah. in True.